يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد فأفتوس إن شاء الله we are going to proceed with our of the exegesis and the interpretations of the ayat contained in Surah Al-Baqarah. If you can recall in our previous discussion, we stopped at verse 185, verse 185 from other Qiraat and verse 186 from the riwa of Hafs and Asr. And also based on the Rasmul Usman. 
And today we are going to proceed with the verse 187. As we heard from the verse just recited previously. The Almighty is mentioning in the verse. أُحِلَّ لَكُمْ لَيْلَةَ الصِّيَامِ غَبَثُ إِلَى نِسَائِكُمْ Permitted for you an intercourse with your wives on the night of the fast. هُنَّ لِبَاسٌ لَكُمْ وَأَنْتُمْ لِبَاسٌ لَهُنَّ They are a garment for you and you are a garment for them. علم الله أنكم كنتم تختانون أنفسكم فتاب عليكم وعفى أنكم God knows God knows that you used to betray yourselves God knows that you used to deceive yourselves فتاب عليكم وعفى أنكم But he turned you to be pardoned but he forgive you he has forgiven you and he pardon you So approach them now and seek what God has ordained for you, what God has prescribed for you, and eat and drink until the white streak can be distinguished from the black streak. And then accomplishes the fasting. And then complete the fast. Hatta yatabayyana lakum al-khaytu al-wakul wa shabu hatta yatabayyana lakum al-khaytu al-abir min al-khaytu al-aswari min al-fajr. Thumma atimna al-siyama ila al-layl. So continue to eat, drink, until the white streak can be distinguished from a black streak. Then complete the fasting to the nightfall. But do not approach them. While you are devoted, while you devoted yourselves in the mosques, تلك حدود الله. These are the limits. تلك حدود الله. These are the God's limits. فلا تكرهوها. فلا تكرهوها. So do not come near them. كذلك يبين الله آياته للناس لعلهم يتقون. That's how God 
clarifies his signs. That's how God clarifies his revelations to the people. So that they may attain piety. So that they may, they may become pious. So this is the literal meaning of the verse. All the information in the verse. So let us take the verse point after point. أُحِلَّ لَكُمْ لَيْلَةَ الصِّيَامِ الْغَبَثُ إِلَى نِسَائِكُمْ Permitted to you لَيْلَةَ الصِّيَامِ The night of a past The night of the fast الْغَبَثُ إِلَى نِسَائِكُمْ Intercourse towards your spouses Intercourse towards your wives. Hunna libasun lakum. They are garment for you. Wa antum libasun lahun. And you are also a garment for them. Alimallahu annakum kuntum takhtanuna anfisakum. God knows that you deceive yourselves. God knows that you used to betray yourselves fatawa alaykum therefore he has forgiven you wa afa ankum and he pardoned you fal adaba shuhunna waktabu ma kataba allahu lakum so now for now you can approach them. For now, you can approach them. وَبْتَغُوا مَا كَتَبَ اللَّهُ لَهُمْ And seek that which God prescribed unto you. وَكُلُوا وَشْرَبُوا Eat and drink حَتَّى يَتَبَيَّنَ لَكُمْ الْخَيْطُ الْعَبْيَرُ مِنَ الْخَيْطِ الْأَسْوَرُ مِنَ الْفَجَرُ Until a wise trick becomes Clarity from a black street. ثم أتيم الصيام إلى الليل. And then you should complete the fasting to the night point. ولا تباشرهن وأنتم آكلون في المساجد. But you approach them not. When you are departed in the mosque. But you should not approach them when you departed yourselves in the mosque. These are the limits of God. So you should not be closer to them. You should not come closer to them. كذلك يبين الله آياته للناس. That's how the Almighty clarifies or clarifies His revelations to the people. 
لعلهم يتقون so us the attained fight so there are some of the information in the vast that are not well understood according to the literal interpretation because the verse contains of the point of eloquence it contains some kind of kinaya some idioms some idiomatic aspirations so it is not easy for everyone to comprehend what the verse contains Almighty mentioned, "Uhilla lakum laylat al-siyam." Uhilla lakum laylat al-siyam. Permitted to you the night of fasting. Permitted to you the night of fasting. So let us discuss the grammatical aspect of the verse. With this, you would be able to understand the exact meaning, the exact exegesis, the exact interpretation of the verse. Uhilla aswino ispilumati is a simple past tense. Meaning it is something that has already passed. So as we know this kind of statement is simple past tense. But There is no any definition in the information. Permitted. Permitted. It is not defined. So that's the reason why it is considered as It is a simple past tense that is viewed or which is viewed upon indefinite there is a kind of indefinite fastness so in a kind of sentence began or begins with a kind of indefinite tense so the description of the tense must come afterwards and that's what we will listen Permitted to you. Lakum as we know from the verses is al-jabu It is a kind of indicator and a linker. Which are related to the previous tense. So meaning it is going to connect 
the pastors with with the coming close it is permitted to you permitted to you what Laylat of the Siyah, Laylat of the Siyah, Night of the Pastor, permitted to you, Laylat of the Siyah, Night of the Pastor. So Laylat of the Siyah, Night, the Night that is mentioned, it is functioning in the sentence as a kind of adverb. Was a kind of adjunct because it is a zakaf, and it is zakaf zaman. It is an adjunct of time because it is related with the simple past tense. That is uhilla. That is uhilla. Uhilla lakum hamitat tu. So asiyam, what is the function of asiyam? Asiyam, the fasting, the fasting that is mentioned. The fasting is the subject in the clothes. So meaning, the fasting is that which was permitted to you. So here the statement is well defined. Although it begins with a kind of simple first tense, that is not definite. But later on the information is being elaborated. أُهِلَّ لَكُمْ أُهِلَّ لَكُمْ لَلِتَ الصِّيَامِ لَلِتَ الصِّيَامِ وَقَفُوا إِلَى نِسَائِكُمْ فَأَمِيتَتْ تُيُوُّ نَعْرَبُ الْفَاسِقِينَ أَنْغَفَثُوا إِلَى نِسَائِكُمْ إِنْتَكُوْسُ إِلَى نِسَائِكُمْ تِيُوَائِسُ سُهِيَ أَنْغَفَثُوا is functioning as naibu It is a canon. It is representing the subject. So in this case, if you recited Uhilla Lakum Laylat of Siyah with a kind of comma, with a kind of story, so the, the past thing would be the subject. But if you link it, you link the statement you continue to hilla lakum lilat al siyam al maqathu ila nisaikum so al maqathu would be functioning in order to represent the subject in the sentence and that's the reason why it is considered or we consider it as naibu ba'il naibu ba'il إلى نسائكم towards your wives. So, and that's the reason why in some of the tafasir, like رد الأذهان إلى معاني القرآن he mentioned أن غفثوا بمعنى الإقضاء ماتت قد شئ 
So many permitted to you, let us see Night of the fasting, made courtship towards your wives. And this is the most appropriate translation. Angwapathu cannot be translated as intercourse directly. And that's the reason why some of the ulama of Tafasi, you consider it as al iqdab And some they consider it al-jimar. Although they are related, intercourse, mating, courtship, synonymous, but it is translated based on how it came in the sentence. So, I'm going to Courtship towards your woman. If you said intercourse towards your woman, it does not give much sense. It is well understood, but it does not maintain the accuracy of eloquence in terms of expressions. So, I'm going Courtship towards your women, towards your wives. So here the Almighty is speaking directly to the men, to the males, to the husbands. So meaning, even if it is within the time of fasting, within the month of fasting, like the month of Ramadan that we are within, yes, in the day you can perform the fasting. You can commit to the fast. But during the night, give your portion of your time to your women. Because they have the right on you. If you can recall from the hadith narrated by Imam Ahmed in his Muslim, Imam Muslim in his Sahih, and all the narrators. About the case of Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As, the Rasulullah went to his place. One of the riwayah, the Rasulullah approached him and he called his attention because an information reached the Rasulullah about his condition. Because he became like so kind of extreme in the matters of devotion. Although that's not a problem, according to his own condition. But with regards to the circumstances, Rasulullah called his attention that I was informed that you were fasting in the day and you are praying throughout the night. And also, you read the entire Quran in each and every night. Is that so? And he replied to the Rasulullah that yes, indeed. Rasulullah gave him a simple formula, a simple formula that he should follow. Rasulullah asked him that in terms of voluntary fasting, if you are to, to fast for voluntary fasting, then you can. Fast ten days in each month. He said, Ya Rasulullah, inni utiqu afdalu min dhalik. 
But a messenger of Allah, I'm capable to do more than that. He said, As for me, I can do beyond that. So the Prophet said, What about 20 days in a month as a voluntary fasting for you? He said, Ya Rasulullah, As for me, I can do better than that. Up to the extent that the Rasulullah said to him, So you should adhere to the fasting of Prophet Dawood. He fasts for a day and sees the fasting for a day. In terms of the recitation that he adheres to, that is Abdul Abdullah ibn Amrul Al-Aws, throughout the night, the Prophet also admonished him on that. He said to him that he should decrease. Let him accomplish in 10 days. He continued to haggle with the Rasulullah. So with regards to the fasting, the voluntary fasting, not the obligatory fasting. The obligatory fasting is a kind of mandate. It's a mandate. Whosoever witnessed the month, that is the month of Ramadan, then he should fast first. That is the mandatory fasting, the obligatory one. But within daily, the remaining 11 months, the person, a person can volunteer. The person has the desires or the wishes to perform the fasting, like the fasting of Monday and Thursday, as far as the prophetic fashion. Like the fasting of the day of Ashura, the 10th day of Muhammad, by attaching it with the nine, with the nine, with the, the that is the nine day of Muhammad. That's how it came in authentic hadith. The Prophet said, The inbakitu ila qabilin la asumanna tasa'a. If I'm alive to the next coming the next coming time of Muhammad, I'm going to perform the fasting of uh, the fasting of Muhammad, the fasting of the nine day of Muhammad also. So that is he would attach both the nine that is the nine day and the tenth and the tenth day. And the fasting of Sittishawai, for example, is one of the prophetic passion, even though the riwayat that came about Siddhi Shawwal were not a kind of riwayat that so many people were away about the riwayat but clearly among Muslims narrated that hadith about the marriage of the person of the Siddhi Shawwal and the ayyamul beat The days of the brightness, where the moon is so shining, the day where the, the moon is brightening, like 13, 14, 15 of the month. That is also part of the prophetic passion in terms of fasting. 
to with do ibadah whatsoever kind of ibadah how how devotee you are in any kind of circumstance you shall give your woman or your wife her own portion of right so part of the corrections that the Rasulullah had done to Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-Aas he said to him وَإِنَّ لِزَوْجِكَ عَلَيْكَ حَقًا you should know your wife have a share of right on you your wife have a share of right upon you وَإِنَّ لِزَوْجِكَ عَلَيْكَ حَقًا Likewise, your family. Your family have a share of right on you. وَإِنَّ لِجَسَدِكَ عَلَيْكَ حَقًا And your body have a share of right upon you. You need to take a relief. You need to sleep. You need to relax. Purposely for the betterment of your body for your health even the act of worship and having peculiar time or timings and there are protocols and formulas for that it is not just that you should spend all your time being in devotion worshiping the almighty the Almighty here is spoken. Who had spoken? That about the night of the fasting, you shall give the night to your wives. They have a share of right in that. Yes, in the daytime, you are fasting. As far as the rules of the fasting, avoiding. The desires, the desires like al akul wa shub, wal jimal, eating, drinking, and intercourse. You shall escape it. You shall distance it within the daytime of the fasting. But at night, it is the time where you can give the portion of the night to your spouses. The portion of the night. To your wives. So I'm clearly the Almighty mentioned the entire case. And that's why the close came in and Jagu and Majuru, because it is linking with another statement that will come further. They are garment to you. To you they are garment. They are garment for you. So this is a kind of idiom. The Almighty express or give a kind of expression with a garment referring to women. They are garment for you and you are also garment for them 
So meaning, so meaning the right is 50-50. If the wife, uh, if the wife seek for intercourse, you shall give her the right. And if the husband seek for intercourse, you as a wife, you shall give that right to the husband. So it is 50-50, without any differentiation. The Almighty mentioned, You are garment to them, as how they are garment for you. So the Almighty described males as garment to females, and females as garment to males. I mean, the husband is like a garment, it's like a shelter to a woman. And a woman is like a shelter to her husband. So this kind of idiomatic expression contains a lot of information. And we know in terms of the, in terms of jurisprudence, this kind of statements, like the idioms, are mentioned in order not to disclose or to disclose everything or to purify one one mouth from filthy statements. So similar strategy is followed by the Almighty. Because the Almighty is speaking to the humans. The Almighty is addressing the humans. So the Almighty knows about everything of your living. Your way of life, your interaction, your relationship, your intimacy. The Almighty knows about that. And that's the reason why he made a rule in that. He made the right 50-50. And that's the reason why the Rasulullah made mention in hadith narrated by Imam al-Bukhari. Likewise, Imam Muslim and all the narrators. There is no harm and no perpetration of harm to others. The wife should not harm the husband. Likewise, the husband should not harm him. You should not rape her. And she shall not rape you. Because it is a share of right. If he want the right, he must give her. And if he want the right, you must give him. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned authentic hadith. إِذَا دَعَرْمَجِبُ إِمْرَعَتَهُ إِلَى فِرَاشِ When a man invited his wife إِلَى فِرَاشِ to his bed فَلَمْ تَعَتِيهِ And she failed to go to him. فَلَمْ تَعَتِيهِ She failed to accept the invitation. she felt to satisfy his need. And he slept while being angry with her. 
لعنتها الملائكة حتى تصبح The angels will continue to curse her until the next morning. Until she reaches to the next, until she reaches the next morning. So that's the reason. It is a kind of obligation. Naturally, humans are created like this, and that's why one of the recommendations given by the fuqaha, by the jurists. To the teenagers, to the youths, when they are complaining about coldness, they recommend them to marry. And that's the reason why the Prophet mentioned, mentioned, Oh, you, the group of teenagers. Oh, you, youth. Or oh, you the youth, or oh, you the gathering of youth, who say Allah is capable to have the resources, let him get married. Because it is a kind of stimulant for lowering cases. It's a kind of factor that helps in safeguarding the private part. So these are some of the recommendations. Sometimes it's because you, didn't, you do not have the shelter. You didn't have the shelter, that's the reason. While you are having some of the problems, maybe some financial problems, some health problems, some mental problems. It was very astonishing. Few weeks back, I was listening to one conversation. There was a kind of interaction, a TV interaction with one of the Eli's, with one of the public figures. One of the celebrities. He was asked, When are you getting married? When will you marry? He said, I'm pursuing something very important. However, I asked the Almighty to help us to get married. But what he says is a kind of Word of wisdom. But according to the questions, you would understand that. The one who asks him the question, she realizes that he has the resources for that. And that's the reason why she asks him to get married. Or to ask him, when is he going to marry? You would go to a clinic, a primary healthcare center. You get diagnosed with a kind of mental illness. And sometimes you would be given so many medications, so many therapies, or therapies, without you getting healed. Without you healing, 
Sometimes it is because you lack that shelter. So someone out of the religious boundary, he would recommend of you getting a girlfriend. But Almighty decided to make it easy for humans. He preferred the Almighty is not right, but he preferred marriage over any other illegal relationship. Because he described women as God, and likewise men. But today, the youth, the teenagers, the Ela, the celebrities, even the Tullab the student of knowledge, and even the teachers, the lecturers, in the campuses, in the colleges, in the universities, in the institutions, they are playing with their welfare. Yes, indeed, the Prophet mentioned, People marry women due to four factors, with four factors. Due to her beauty, maybe she is pretty, she is gorgeous. Or due to her background, maybe she came from a silver spoon background from a rich family or from a royal family, royal family. Some people marry women due to that. If she comes from lower caste or lower class, they will not marry her. If she comes from the higher class, then they are ready to marry her. That's one of the arguments of the medicines. It is not new thing. It is something that is since time immemorial. And today, the things are getting worse. Even for the flight, the flight ticket that she purchased, some are observing. If she is traveling through economy classes, they will say, nay. She is not our love. But she, if she is traveling in business class, she is going to business class ticket. So they go for that woman, they go for that lady. They are out that kind of game. And the Prophet mentioned. So, regarding how uh, her wealth be my in one of the rewards, we do her wealth, how wealthy she is. So, today, some are after her network, and that's the reason why when something happened some years back. When there was a kind of division between one of the public figures, between him and his wife, in their network.
I was like, like thinking maybe something might happen. happen. I hope you don't get what I'm trying to emphasize here. Because the woman want to have her own share of the network. But in the community, some are up to networks. What, what is her network? Is she a Bilonia? 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 If she is poor, she is not having good networks. They will not marry her. They will not think of even proposing her. And the Prophet mentioned that Due to her behavior, her character, her conduct, and religion helps in establishing conduct. And that's why the weights are interchangeable. And that's the reason why the Prophet said, First help is that you Go for the one with moral conduct. Why? Because in all these factors, there would be some issues, maybe due to the time span. Yes, only the remaining three categories are not forbidden. If you go up to her network, no problem. But there might be a problem. It is based on the understanding, or based on how the relationship happens. If you go up to her beauty, because she is pretty, maybe due to the time, duration or time span, there would be a kind of problem. Because purposely, the person went after that. And if the person go purposely after her family, because he came from a royal family, they are living in terms of politics. Maybe her family will lose that. If she's beauty, you go after her beauty. Maybe due to aging, the time span, she might become ugly through an accident or through the biological processes. When she starts conceiving, and delivering children, there might be or there would be a kind of misunderstanding. But no problem of you going after that. If you go after her network, she might be getting into a kind of trial, which she 
get bankrupted. She might fall into a poverty. Due to the high spending, because definitely you would be spending. And there would be miscalculation in the relationship. And there may be a kind of lack of planning in the markets. But you can lose that. And all this can lead to misunderstanding, conflict, chaos, a divorce can happen. So this is one of the significant of the Rasulullah given a choice. First of all, that it did. Go for the one with a kind of moral, with a good conduct. But when it happened that the lady comprises all these four factors, Nothing for you to say, but Alhamdulillah, oh MashaAllah. Praises be to God. Or you could say, wow. So this one of the recommendation given by the Prophet Even if she is ugly, ugly. Never the Rasulullah command you to marry a lady that is not beautiful. You should go after the beauty also. It is no, it is Allah. Nobody forbidding that for you. You can go after her network. can go mostly due to her family, the position of her family. And that's the reason why today when she comes from general caste, people, they will not go after. Nobody want you or would stop you from taking from royal family. It's highly recommended. But these matters are getting confusing in this time of ours. Yes, indeed, the Prophet mentioned first of all this activity. Choose the one with the condoms. Tell you what you He will support your heart. He will be a kind of supporting factor for you in your life. So these are options. You have the option. You can take from each of the four options. So when you are going to choose, try as much as possible. You evaluate her conduct, her terrible marriage. Otherwise, if you randomly choose, you select randomly without evaluating, without thorough examination of her 
conduct and character. You might end up giving birth to devil children. Children will grow up or would grow up in a bad manner to the extent that you will not be able to control them, you will not be able to command them to answer. become evil advocates in the community and that's the reason why their character matters. Although in, term, in terms of socialization or socialization and civilization there are some other factors that have influence in the life of human or in the life of children. Most especially in terms of socialization. The teachers has influence in them. Likewise, their peer groups, their friends, can have a kind of can have a kind of influence in their characters and in their behavior. Maybe the the wife is a good woman. She try to give them terribly. He tried to train them well, but when they go out, they intermingle with bad peer groups. So that can have a kind of influence in their way of behavior, in their behavior. And likewise, the environment, the community, Maybe the father and the mother are trying their own best to train them well, but the community that they are living is an evil community. And that's the reason why it is a kind of responsibility on each and everyone in the community to try as much as possible to cooperate with the rules and regulations of the community. To be a kind of supporting hand for the development of the community and the society. This brings us to the issues today. In some of the places, in some of the countries, and how some of the children are facing some kind of dangers. due to some kind of issues that are related with their socialization. And that's the reason why we keep mentioning that the assault weapons should not be closer to the hands of children. They should be burned. We had so many things, so many news from several places of this kind of happenings. A teenager would take a meter to start another teenager. I would take a particular weapon to terminate the lives of other people. Or school children. 
So this is related with also the tababiyah. And that's the reason why the Rasul gave the condition, the fourth one. He chose that. You should go after the moral also. Check her moral. Because he will support you in building a great community. Otherwise, the condition would be that you are trying to build and she is trying to demolish. So that's the reason that uh, you shall be careful while making a choice. You shall plan your life. You shall plan your life very well. So that you should not be direct after some time. So they are garment for you as how you are garment to them. This is a kind of idiomatic expression. We know it's several occasions. This kind of expression is came in some of the ayahs, some of the verses, and also in the ahadith of the Rasulullah There are idioms, there are idiomatic expressions. Like the examples that I can give that everyone knows in the English grammar of idioms, like for example, me saying, for if I say, the black dog in the family, meaning the criminal in the family. Or if I say the one with the silver spots, the one with the mud, meaning the person is wealthy. Or the one that came from silver spoon family, the person that came from wealthy family. These are some kind of idioms. There are so many examples from the ayah of the Quran from the hadith of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa Like one of the ayahs, Allah gave such kind of idioms. He said, حَتَّى يَلِجَ الْجَمَلُ فِي سَمِّ الْخِيَارِ Until a camel penetrates into the pit of a nail. Until a camel penetrates into a hole of a nail. Until a camel penetrates into a hole of the nail. Meaning the stitching nail. So you see it's a kind of impossible. So in another way, it can be expressed as such. Like for example, if I want to say, don't go crazy, or don't be crazy, I can say, don't go bananas. Or like, if there is a kind of heaven, I can say in another way, in idioms, in idiomatic expression, like, it is raining cat and dogs, meaning the rain is so heavy. So many examples. Not in the ayah, not in the hadith, but in the ayah, several examples. 
you can get kinaya from the proverbs. Normally, most of the proverbs contain idiomatic expressions. There is one of the African proverbs which says that until the donkey grow a horn, until donkey produces a horn, meaning impossible. Until the donkey produce horns, so this is impossible. The donkey has long ears. has no sense. The donkey did not look like a bull, did not look like a cow or a buffalo. So it is impossible for the donkey to produce the horns. Although today we can be assured that it can be possible by some manipulations which are not permitted, which are not ethically permitted. It might be cloned with another species of animal. As we see from the hadith of such kind of examples of some of the animals, and usually it happens, like if a donkey made a female horse. So the animal that would come or the, the progeny would have the features of both donkey and, and horse. That is the Al-Atan and that is Al-Burgla. All these are some animals that we are from a kind of mating which is not appropriate mating. So but according to normal circumstances, the donkey cannot produce horns. And that's why it was mentioned in that kind of proverb. Those that knows the proverb deal. Another example from the hadith of the Rasul of the idiomatic expressions is the saying of the Rasul to one of the teenagers. was admonishing one of the teenagers by the name Anjasha. We know Anjasha, one of the teenagers during the time of the Rasulullah said to him in one of the narrations Rubaidaka Sukaka Bilkawari your leg is closer to glasses. 
Be careful, your leg is under glasses. Wait a Because something happened. Rasulullah was admonishing him. Then he used an idiomatic expression, but it made the sense. Anjasha understood the statement, understood the, the expression that he should be careful. He should not let his life to get wasted. He has a good future and he has a responsibility. So Allah must There are several idiomatic expressions. There are several idiomatic expressions that I can give some uh, such kind of examples. In the poetries or poetry, in the poems, in the shi'r, normally proverbs, poetry usually comes with this kind of idioms. Like one saying of the Mutanabbi. Abi Tayyib al-Mutanabbi, one of the popular poets. He mentioned, وَزَائِرَةِ كَأَنَّ بِهَا هَيَاءً فَلَيْسَ تَزُورُ إِلَّا إِلَّا ذُلَامِ But we're going to that. The Rasulullah described or gave a kind of explanation to the woman by describing them as kawarir, glass, meaning they are very, very important. Women are very, very important in your life. But they can be broken, so don't break their hearts. Don't break her heart. Do you get it? Maybe there would be a woman that has a crush on you and you are trying to waste your life. You are trying to kill yourself. So by doing so, you will break her heart. Do not, do not waste your life. So before I was describing women, I was given a kind of expression to describe women as diamonds. Later on I realized in chemistry that diamonds are used to sharpen metals. So you should not take it that, uh, in that way. So since from then, I was not making such kind of expressions by aligning that with the hadith of the Rasulullah the saying of the Rasulullah to Anjasha Waydaka Suqaka Bilkawari Be careful your legs are on the glasses as soon as we know many love uh, tibia tibia is a sack 
So when it is used, when it is used in sentence, it can signifies two legs. So what what the Rasulullah meant with that is that your legs are on glasses. This is a popular non idiom. So and that's the reason why I adopted such kind of idiom. So likewise in the ayat. In the ahadith, in the poet, in poetry, you would see some kind of idioms. Like that, poet, uh, that, uh, that poet that I just mentioned of Mutanabbi, that is the poetry of Mutanabbi. فَلَيْسَ تَزُورُ إِلَّا فِي الظُّلَانِ So he used a kind of kinai a kind of idiomatic expression so kinai is utilized in terms of grammar not to disclose something that is not supposed to be mentioned on the mouth or on the tongue Maybe that thing can be indecent or pilsy. So what he says in that poetry, My visitor, she is like having, like she is like modest. My visitor, looks like a modest but she is not given the visitation she is not coming for the visitation except in the darkness except in the darkness of the night so that is the sign of Mutanabbi not my thoughts not my statement not it down so you should not misunderstood me there is a kind of poetry that comprises kinaya, some idioms. So we don't know who is that visitor. This is the question that you should ask Mutanabbi. Although those that came after him, they clarified the issue. So I just give this as a kind of quotation. She is not given the visitation unless in the darkness of the night. He is expecting that maybe she is a modest. Have a pure mind. Don't think it other way. Allahu al-Musta'a. That is Abu Tayyib al-Mutanabbi. So the Rasulullah used idioms. So no problem with idioms. There is no problem with using idioms. Like me saying that, it is like a piece of cake, meaning it is easy.
like the work is like a piece of cake meaning the work is very easy so such kind of idioms you can use the person must be wise while communicating or addressing the public there are some of the information that are necessary to mention but it should be mentioned in an appropriate way so that so using kinaya would help in that using, using idioms would help in that and we should not forget that is in terms of speeches in terms of communication in terms of writing there are alternatives also using short hands for example from the olden days they make use of such kind of advantages so there are so much examples that i can give in terms of the kinaya kinaya is very important and that's what the almighty make use of in this ayah so hunna libasun lakum wa antum libasun lakum they are garment to you as you are garment for them hunna libasun lakum they are garment to you wa antum libasun lakum and you are garment for them you are shelter to them and they are shelter to you so everyone must give the share of the right you need each other i think yesterday i gave a kind of example suppose if god can add males on the earth only how would the line would be or the females on the earth only so if that thing happen there might be some many problems that will occur cannibalism so many ism ism not to mention that there is wisdom of god creating humans in genders So there should be gender-wise justice also in terms of appointments, in terms of relationships, in terms of socialization, in terms of communication, and all the matters, there should be justice. because there will be a kind of incident that you would be surprised when you listen from the woman if that happened and how these incidences are occurring you will have that the husband is raping the woman and by the so-called legal union by the so-called marriage 
to their appearances that the Almighty has given, and you must follow the formulas. She has a share of right on you, and you are having a share of right on her. Vice versa. If she wants her sexual desires to be satisfied, you shall give to her. Even if that is in the night of the months of fasting. For the daytime, in the months of the fasting, that is different thing. You can tell him, you as the wife, or you as the husband to tell the wife, that let it be after the iftar. Let's delay it to the night time. The day that you are performing the fasting, in the other days, you are free. During the night time, you are free also. Because according to the statistics, According to the research regarding intimacy and sexual intercourse, most of the intimacies happen within the night. So like here the Almighty is exposing they are sheltered to you and you are sheltered for them. But with the weights of wisdom, with using Kinaya, Idiomatic expressions. So, Hunna is a kara pronoun. Hunna. They are Hunna is pronoun for feminine gender. Hunna libasun. And it came in a position. of a subject in the clothes or in the place. So when Hunna comes, and it is the minimum passive. So the subject that will come must take a hook up. And that's the reason why it shall be recited Hunna Libasa. If you recite Hunna Libasin or Hunna Libasin, it doesn't make sense. It must be with Rufa, with Dhamma, or Dhamma Kain. Hunna libasun lakum. Hunna libasun lakum. So, here in this, in this clause, the libas is the object, the garment. Garment is the object in the sentence. But the hunna that come, it is dividing the previous close with the upcoming close. Because previously the Almighty mentioned, So before Hunna Libasun Lakum wa Antum Libasun Lahun, it was mentioned, So previously, 
there was a subject that was already mentioned. So coming up the reverse here is a kind of object in the sentence which is related with the previous subject of the matter. As I mentioned earlier. So Lakum is Al Jabul Majru. To you, Al Jabul Majru is a kind of linker. Indicator by linking the clauses. Wa antum libasul lahun. Wa antum. That wound that come is wa will out. So meaning the sentence is declared. Antum is domir, is pronoun as we So similar to the previous phrases. Libasun lahunna. Ay lahunna libasun. So meaning the domir mufasil also acts to the Libas to the object. So it is not necessary to repeat the Hunna. But due to the eloquence of the statement, the Almighty mentioned Hunna Libasul Lakum wa antum Libasul Lahunna. But in order to maintain the rights, the rules within, it gets repeated, and this is showing the emphasis. So suppose if that hunna is only mentioned, so it would have a kind of impact in the rules. The male will become dominant in terms of right, but it was mentioned. And you are also garment to them, garment for them. So meaning they have a share of right upon you also. Alim Allah, Alim Allah, God knows. God knows this eclipse. Alim Allah, God knows. So, and this is considered in terms of grammar as Jumla to Ta'ali'i. It is a kind of descriptive uh, sentence. It is describing a particular information. So, Alim Allah, God knows. Annakum. That you, Annakum. That surely you, Annakum, surely you. So, meaning Annakum. So, Anna was That's how it is considered in terms of grammar. Annakum. That God knows, surely you, Kuntum, you were, betraying yourself. Meaning, both of you. But the Damir, the pronoun that was utilized is Annakum. Annakum can be referred to both male 
gender and feminine gender. Both feminine and masculine can be referred to annakum, can be given, that is annakum can be given to masculine or feminine, or male or female. So kuntum can be referred to both, but specifically according to the emphasis in the sentence, this information is referred to the husbands, is referred to the males because of the previous clues. It was not mentioned It doesn't mention such statement, but rather it was mentioned So meaning the information is going directly to the to the husbands, to the males. So you were betraying yourselves, you were deceiving yourselves. God knows that sometime within the night you were betraying yourselves. You were deceiving yourselves. You know you have the desire. But you will not satisfy the desire. And this is a kind of rule that was given to them before. The amendment of the rule. But Almighty updated the previous rules because previously, within the daytime and the night time, courtship is not allowed. So later on, the Almighty provides ease to the people. No problem at night. If you had a kind of courtship with your spouses or your wives. That's what the Almighty mentioned. That's the meaning of the betrayal. In Abdul Azhar, it came to Khununa. You were betrayed. Some of the Mufassirin, they describe it. Takhtanuna anfusakum. Ay. Tuadhibuna anfusakum. You are oppressing yourselves. God knows about that. You keep lowering the gaze. So thereby the Almighty mentioned Anna Annakum. Surely you know Anna Usmuha. Anna and it is Ismu Anna. Bimana, the article is for Anna. So, Kuntum, as we know, is for Ilumali, in the past tense. You will, some time, the time ago, you were oppressing yourself, you were betraying yourself, in not satisfying the desires, in order to maintain the law and the policies. But that kind of 
first test is a defective one. It's a deficient one. And that's the reason why in terms of now, such kind of past test is considered as being modern now. Effective pastors or deficient pastors. So there is tower because quantum is a kind of cumulative way. We can say a kind of mnemonic. So the tower that come. It is an article. It is referring to an article. We know we have article like the, like an, like a. You can say the article. You can say an article, for example. But you cannot say a article. But you can say. A bird. Do you get it? Yeah. So likewise, all this are to be maintained in terms of communication, in terms of discussion, in terms of grammar. تختالون أنفسكم تختالون وينوس فيلم مضارع هو كل فعل يدل على حصول أمل في زمن الحاضر أو أو المستقبل. It's a kind of tense that comprises either future tense or present, uh, or present tense. So, Pilumodari is a kind of tense that comprises two tenses. It describes committing of an action. In a present time, I will stop there. In the present period or in the future. So that is in terms of Arabic. Amfusakum. Amfusakum. Use a kind of description to love subject. So when Annakum. تختالون أنفسكم تختالون أنفسكم نمالي عند الغامة ويقول كنسيدها جيس أسجملة فعلية The tense is in the clause So the clause is a kind of clause that contains or that retains the tense and the tense that is within is تختالون It's a present continuous tense So the object in that kind of clause would be kuntun. Taktanuna anfusakum. So it is related, meaning the action, the tense is related to the object. Wa'afa ankum. Wal'ana bashibu zunna wabtabu ma katab Allahu lakum. Before that, the Almighty mentioned, "Antum libasul lahum, 
وأنتم لباس لهن علم الله أنكم كنتم تختانون أنفسكم فتاب عليكم فتاب عليكم فتاب عليكم دارس فأول استفهام ثم لكنسدا إلا أسفأول بصيحة بل إلسنات فأول بصيحة دموس أكريك Interpretation is not Paul Fasiha. It's Paul Istifhab. Fataba. Fataba Ali Ali. Fataba Ali Ali. But according to me, it is neither a Paul Fasiha, neither a Paul Istifhab, but rather it is just an, an uh, that is Al Ataf. You can either refer it as Paul Atafiyah because of some of the discussions of Ibn Malik, and that is a kind of discussion which is related with the Ibn Tasrif, with few discussion of the Nahu, that is the grammar as well of the sentences. تاب عليكم تاب عليكم تاب عليكم تاب اسفئ الماضي it's a kind of past tense عليكم upon you he has forgiven on you he has forgiven on you he forgive you so before you betray yourselves maybe some of the people with satisfying their desires in another way without going to their spouses but God knows he did not mention maybe some were doing istilzam for example as how it is forbidden but God knows he did not expose them you get the hikmah so that's the hikmah of using the kinaya in the sentence the idioms in the sentence, it has so many information behind And that's why clearly some of the Mufassirin, they say, تَخُونُونَ أَبِي مَعَنَا تَخُونُونَ From Kiyana, betrayal. عليكم إسرجاب والمجروب على إسفاروب دا حروف الجو وعفى عنكم دواب الأسواب الأطفية It is not دواب الاستعناد Because it came in the medium of the clues So Ankum is Al-Jabu Al-Majroo also because of Da'ana. Fal-Ana, also this person that comes, so now it is also an Ataf. It is joining the statement. 
فالآن باشي باشي ناو يو كان رومانتيسايزد يو كان هاف رومانس وذ ذيم ذات از ذا مباشر فالآن باشي باشي مين افتر ذا نايت مين ات ذيس انستانس بريفيوسلي ان ذا اول سكريبتس او ان ذا اول وورلد when the fasting was prescribed because this ayah, this verse itself is related with the Ya ayyuhallazina amanu kutiba alaykum usiyyab kama kutiba alaykum usiyyab fasting was prescribed or is prescribed onto you as how it was prescribed to those that came before you Allah and that Taqwa. So meaning, previous years, it was prescribed to the previous generations. It was prescribed to the previous civilizations. But such humans at then, according to the rule that was given to them for the fasting, they are not to make or to have intercourse with their spouses even in the night so the Almighty understood how the martyrs became so some way cheated the wife would cheat on her husband and the husband would cheat on the wife Maybe through even a zina. Well, yes, because this is this ayah is related to Ya ayyuhal lazina amanu kutiba alaykum al-siyam kama kutiba alay lazina min qablikum. Because directly the information is going towards humans. So, and there was a kind of previous generations. And referring back to the statement of the Rasul about Prophet Dawood, meaning at that time also there was fasting. And Dawood came before even the time of Sulaiman. Estimate the number of the prophets that came after Sulaiman to the final Ummah, to the time of the Rasul. So some were engaged into betrayals. They were cheated. And that's the reason why some of the Ufasirin, they translated that, they described that, or they gave the exegesis as takhtanun yu'ana takhtunun. You are betraying oneself. You were betraying yourselves at death. Humans were betraying themselves at death, claiming to adhere to the divine legislations. Maybe some engage themselves into even istimzah. The wife betrayed the husband, the husband betrayed the wife. So if we take the tafsir in that way, of which we are going to discuss this matter in detail. See, I'm trying to Give us the information contained in the 
grammar of the verse. The grammar that is within the verse. And he pardoned you. Why would that come here is why we other. It's Atafiyya. It's a Lincoln. Ankum is Al-Jabwal Wadru. So, So now. Fal-Ana, so now. It is also Al-Atal. The Fa'un that came here. Ba-Shiru-Hun. It's Fi'lu Amri. The close. It contains a tense, a subject, an object. This short statement. Have intercourse with them. Have intercourse with them. Intercourse with be the subject. So that is how would be the tense. Would be in the version of tense. If we take it in the Arabic form, and the object would be them, which is in the position of pronoun. As we know, a pronoun can play a role in a sentence in a form of uh, object or subject also. And seek what God prescribed to you. Also, this is a kind of idiomatic expression. It was not exposed. What God prescribed to the males towards women. Intercourse, ejaculation, courtship, conception, all this. So no problem in this period. So it's only the Ummah of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that are given this ease. In the previous generations, even in the night time, they are not to approach their wives. And you come to realize this by studying the history. So also, ma that was mentioned is It's just an article which links the statement. It's an article link. Ma katab Allah, and that's the reason why kataba must take the nasaba. And that ma that kept play a role as a subject in the sentence. Kataba Allahu lakum what God prescribed to you. Kataba is for ilumadu. 
will already what we described that men shall have sex with women or men shall have sex with females but idiomatic expression is used in order not to clearly mention the word sex sex because the statement the rule is related to a particular ibadah fasting and fasting when you are fasting you are not supposed to even mention crazy statements crazy utterances if you are performing the fasting you are not supposed to say fuck you or even to mention the word of sex you are not supposed to it doesn't nullify your fasting but you can nullify sometimes that's how the Prophet ﷺ mentioned it. مَنْ لَمْ يَدَعَ قَوْلَ الزُّوْقَ وَالْعَمَلُ وَالْعَمَلُ بِهِ فَلَيْسَ لِلَّهِ حَاجَةً أَنْ يَدَعَ طَعَمُهُ وَشَبَعُهُ Whatsoever that doesn't avoid filthy statements or working by filthy statements God has nothing to do with him just because he neglects his meal or his drinks by so calling his performing a fast for example so God is neglecting any person that is not avoiding this statement or walking by in this statement during the time of the person's past So that's why a Rafathu can also be defined as a filthy way, a filthy, uh, a filthy, a filthy, a filthy way, a filthy way, in the same way. And that's the reason why Uhillalokum related to Siyama Rafathu has so many interpretations. Some they consider it as just a Rafathu Rimana. Romantic ways. Some they translate it as Aljima. Like Sheikh Abdul Rahman Nasruddin is Sa'id. Like Imam al-Baghab. He has some of the narrations by referring Al-Mufafu to romantic play and romantic chat. Romantic ways. So we'll get to discuss about that. Due to time limitation, we are going to conclude in this point. So let us conclude the words. Because there are some of the grammatical terms that we did not discuss regarding the ayah. وَكُلُوا لَكُمْ it's الْمَجْرُوْ وَالْمَجْرُوْ وَكُلُوا وَشْرَوْهُ أَسْوِينُ The one that came is وَوْلْ إِسْتِعْنَابِيَ كُلُوا إِسْفِعِلُ أَمْرِ أَسْوِينُ وَشْرَوْهُ There is إِسْتِعْنَاف again and also إِسْفِعِلُ أَمْرِ حَتَّى أَسْوِينُ حَرُفُ غَايَةِ حَتَّى can be described 
أصحابك جاي أن أني أني ألفابيت that shows frequency can be subdivided and that's the reason why even to this day this alphabet is under research hatta as it is translated as until until it's showing a frequency so frequency can be guided to the highest extremity and it can be guided to the highest beginning and that's why even some of the linguistics they die before finding the conclusion in this argument about ontility meaning hatta in Arabic يتبين بسبيل مضارع So until يتبين لكم الخيط الأبيض وكله وشرب إذ أندرنك حتى يتبين لكم Until it become clear الخيط الأبيض The wife's trick من الخيط الأسود من الفجر From the black street, from the fajr. So this is also a kind of idiomatic expression, but it includes some eloquence, or we can say eloquential statement. It is proper if it is mentioned. حتى يتبين لكم الخيط الأبيض من الخيط الأسود من الفجر without the repetition of من so it can be also be stated as حتى يتبين لكم الخيط الأبيض والخيط الأسود من الفجر but repeating the mean maintain the eloquence which is related to the Ilm al-Balaq. Almost everyone knows about this. Those that are away about the Ilm al-Balaq. So the white streak and the black streak that was mentioned, they are indicating an adjective. Because حتى أنتي يتبين لكم it become clear to you this will be مضاري من a future tense لكم is الجاب والمجوب is a link to the coming close So al-khayt al-abir, al-khayt is the subject in the sentence, al-abir is just an adjective. Al-khayt, the streak or the thread. So the streak is a noun. Streak is a noun. 
and it works in the position of a subject in the sentence. So al-abiyah, white, white streak, is considered as siba, an adjective. Adjective can describe or can be divided into like several classes. An adjective can indicate shape, color, size, and taste. For example, like if I say the Ferrari is red or the Ferrari is yellow. Ferrari is the subject and yellow is the sipa. That is the description, that's the adjective. The posh is red. Red meaning the adjective, the sifa. Why I said the pizza test is sour, or the pizza is sour, or it's tasty. So all these are sifa. Al-Aswad, dark or black, is also sifa, is also adjective. So, min al-fajr al-jaru al-madru, is an indicator to a link. Summa atimma siyama ila al-layl, and therefore you accomplish the fasting to the night. Summa is also an adhaf, but it shows an arrangement. And also, it shows a kind of delay. Summa atimusia. Then you accomplish. Then you accomplish. So when then is mentioned, it is indicating that there is a kind of distance, a kind of delay. So when you would be able to differentiate between the white streak and the black streak. So in that kind of case, in that kind of situation, you would be able to fulfill your fasting to the night. So that is the beginning of the fasting. The fasting is the time where you stop eating and everything, abstain from all the desires until the night, until the end of the day. Because the Fajr is the sign for coming of the sun, for sun rising. So when the sun said that is the night So at that moment, you can have the weapon, you can cease from the fasting. So that's why any portion of the eye is related with each other. So Atimu as we know is Filu Amru. Is Filu Amru. Ilal Lay is Al Jabu al Madhu. And that's the reason why it should be decided Ilal Lay. Not in a layl. Tumma tumma siyama in a layl. A full stop. If it would be continued in a layl. Wala tuba shuhun. And wawu that is kem. 
to function here is an article is also joining the statement تباشر هون كونتين فيل مضارع and also it contain another subject an object as I explained in the previous ولا تباشر هون فالآن تباشر هون and here ولا تباشر هون so there is لام ولا تباشر هون there is وول أضف اللام that loud is a nahi, meaning it is a warning. So do not have romance with them. While you are devoured in the mosque. So this comes to the issue of devotion during the month of the fasting, which is a kind of ibadah, al itikaf, which the Rasulullah was says to be performing in the end portion of the month of Ramadan, like the last 10 days. The final read that the Prophet performed Ramadan, he performed 20 days etikah. But the concept of etikah, some were saying etikah is only to the Prophet. Some were saying that the etikaf can be applied to everyone. Everyone can perform the etikaf. As how it came in this eye. May it is for everyone. So you should not just go out in order to have a kind of sexual intercourse and come back while say, saying that you are doing a etikaf. No problem, you can communicate with them. That's how Aisha radiallahu anha mentioned. Rasulullah would be doing an etikaf and she comes sometime to comb his hair or to wash his hair. But having intercourse while etikaf you enter into etikaf and you go out, you went home in order to satisfy that nature, that natural desire is not allowed because of the love nahiya, it is a warning. وَأَنْتُمْ عَاكِفُونَ فِي الْمَسَاجِزِ وَأَنْتُمْ لَتْ كَوْمْ That wawun is a conditional article. It shows that the sentence is conditional. The hukum, the rule is conditional. So it is a kind of conditional clause or conditional sentence. وَأَنْتُمْ عَاكِفُونَ وَأَنْتُمْ That wawun is showing a condition. The antum that comes is another subject. And you are antum is a product, is the mirror, but it functions as a subject in the place. Akifun would be 
the object of the crisis في المساجد is الجاو المجروح أصوير So thereby the Almighty mentioned تلك حدود الله These are the limits of God These are the God limits These are the limits of God So تلك this This is a kind of pronoun But normally It is considered as اسم الإشارة And اسم الإشارة can be also Utilize as a subject in a sentence grammatically. So, ismul ishaq. Normally, it is considered as a pronoun. Ismul ishaq because it is a kind of article and a pronoun. So, normally, in terms of English, it is denoted as a related pronoun or it is denoted as a determinant or a demonstrative pronoun so hududullah limits of God God's limits God's limits limits of God is the object the complementation so فلا تقربوها اسفاء الفصيحة فلا تقربوها thereby you should not closer come closer to thereby you should not go closer to them you should not go closer to those limits the lamun that come after the فاء الفصيحة is also lamun nahiyah It's a warning. It is lamun, an alphabet that shows warning. Whenever you come to a billboard and you see no, it is warning. When you see yes, it is permission. So likewise in the sentence. Likewise here in the eye is lamun nahi. There is lamun napiya. Whether napiya to the jinns or any function that can utilize for that lamun but here lamun nahiya it is the lamun that indicates a warning wa taqirabuha that was mentioned here taqirabuha fala taqirabuha do not come closer to them it's really mudarid In a future tense, it's a future tense, which indicates a kind of command. So Almighty says, you should not come closer to them. Fala takarabuha, you should not come closer to them. Takarabuha, takarabuha. Normally it's very mutaqtar, but it is majzumah. So there is hukum on that. This is a time constraint. Uh, I will not elongate the description. I will just summarize as how I started. Maybe by tomorrow we would have another 
review on the grammatical aspect of the ayah so kazalik yasal jabu wal majmu' qad sura kazalika yubayyinu Allah kazalika yubayyinu Allah ayatihi that's how almighty the almighty describe or explain his verses to the people so it's aljabu wal majmu' kazalik ayati ayati that came here is functioning as the subject also his signs the revelation his revelation ayati his revelation to so his revelation is done object in the sentence So the sentence would be considered as a kind of complement to the previous discussion. So the nas is jab al-jab al-majroo, jab wal-majroo, jab wal-majroo. A kind of indicator and a link. La Allah al-Taqoor. La Allah, I was already, I was already. Been describing the Allah, the Allah whom they taught, the Allah whom they have shown in the previous ayah, verse one hundred and eighty-six. So the Allah whom is the Allah was known, is the Allah, and it articulates the Allah whom so they could be, so they might be. So yet to own that character is the description to the la'alla. It is describing the la'alla. So in this case we say la'alla hum yet to own is jumlati raja. Jumlati raja. And a conditional one. Because it is an expectational sentence with due condition. If they maintain that, so they might be getting something. What is the fighting? So to shorten the discussion here, we are going to stop here. The session was so long. But we are going to Continue in the next coming session. There are so many information contained related to the grammar and the linguistical approach of the eye. By the next session, inshallah, we are going to discuss about. What is the cause behind the revelation of his verse? Because there were some stories from the ahadith of the Rasulullah to the revelation of his verse. So we'll listen to the stories. Not much, but the basic cause behind the revelation of his verse.
I would take uh, I would uh, discuss much more about the grammatical aspect of the ayah. The grammar contained in the verse. وَأَكِبُدَ أَوَلَا أَنَ الْحَمْدِ اللَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ وَسُبْحَانَكَ اللَّهُمْ وَبِحَمْدِكَ أَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ أَسْتَبْحِرُكَ وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْكَ وَالسَّلَامُ عَلِيْكُمْ وَرَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ وَبَرَكَاتُ Minna